This is One North Stories. Our goal here is quite simple. We provide hyper-local, brand-based storytelling at the intersection of science, technology, and business here in Singapore with a global perspective. We are starting with a launch series focused on technology startups and then plan to take the podcast broader, telling our stories, your stories, about the Singapore deep tech ecosystem. Whether you work as a venture capitalist on Sand Hill Road or in Southeast Asia, already doing R&D in Singapore, or perhaps a student dreaming big about technology, or someone in between. Join us to learn about the exciting technology being developed in our labs in Singapore, their translation journeys to market, and the inspirational people coming together to make yesterday's dream reality. If you have future episode ideas, segment ideas, or want to partner with us on this exciting journey, please get in touch. Our contact details are in the show notes. These are our stories. We hope they inspire you to create your own. And now, on to the show. We call it the information textile technology. Uh, so actually, we uh, combine multiple technology layers. So one is sensing to, to sense the environment. And the second one is algorithms. So we basically artificially create the reflected light, like the usual real things does. So that's the second layer. The third layer is a material tech. So basically almost reinvented the all the, all the uh, display technology to, to convey the texture of the information. We are working to release the like art device, especially focusing on generative art. So now there is a lot of generative AI, you know, just you are typing some words, you know, magically new visuals are created. But we feel like there is no kind of suitable interface for that. By just seeing those ads by, you know, mobiles or PCs, that's not a good experience. So we are going to create the, the, the special device for that. We want to increase the lifespan for satellite systems. One of the critical issues for satellites is radiation effects. So a lot of electronic components, they cannot survive long. So what we want to do is that we want to protect them so that they can survive long enough. We want to save them. And this IC is to protect the cost component with the standard ICs. So because our solution has been hardened, so it won't be affect, affected by the radiation effect. Our ICs are quite general, so it's applicable to different kinds of satellites, whether it's Earth observations satellites or communication satellites, doesn't matter. As a company, we have developed a multimodal soft gripper. It's like an automation solution that can do the tasks that humans are meant to do. And we are focusing on the tasks which are repetitive. So we are right now focusing on food packaging as one of the target industries because there is no automation solution that is completely entered into this market. It's basically an untapped industry, I would say. And our soft gripper has proven to be very successful in handling the various food items, even delicate items without crushing them. Hello and welcome to One North Stories. For today's episode, we are sharing conversations from the Hello Tomorrow Asia-Pacific Summit 2023. First, we have Yuta from Kepler Corp out of Japan. He started out as a management consultant, then worked for Wired Magazine Japan to learn about Silicon Valley, and then worked as a startup advisor. He met the team from Kepler, and together they are working to redefine display technology through information texturing. What is that? Listen to find out. Second, we have KS 
from Zero Error Systems based in Singapore. He shares about increasing the lifespan of satellite systems through radiation-hardened electronics. They are designed to protect commercial off-the-shelf integrated circuits that have become ubiquitous in today's satellites. Last, we have Sai Krishna from Snap Robotics, also based in Singapore. He shares about their multimodal soft gripper for robotics applications. This allows robots to do delicate tasks that humans typically do, such as packaging of small or delicate items. They are starting off with food handling. Enjoy the conversations. Hello, we are here after lunch at Hello Tomorrow Asia Pacific 2023 at the National Gallery of Singapore. One North Stories here with Yuta from Kepler in Japan. Welcome to Singapore. Welcome to Hello Tomorrow. Welcome to One North Stories. Thank you very much. Can you share a little bit about your, your background? You have a very maybe different background than, than a lot of the tech founders here. Uh -huh. So I started my career as a management consultant at McKinsey. So I kind of traveled around the world basically to help big corporations to transform their organizations or to transform their businesses. So that was my background first. But then I gradually entered into the tech uh, community. So I started working for Wired Magazine Japan to uh, do researches in Silicon Valley about the ecosystem there. And basically what uh, I'm doing now is so bringing back you know, that insight to the Japanese community to build startups, to help corporates work, working with startups, basically you know, for more innovations. Okay, great. And so just before we get to Kepler, you founded um, Kasiki, mm -hmm. um, a design consultancy firm. Can you share a little bit about sure, what sure, you're doing sure. there? So the Kesiki is, uh, we call it a culture transformation farm or a culture design farm. So we believe that to transform organizations, we, we need the power, not only of the business, but also of the culture, also the design. So we leverage the power of design, also human-centered way of thinking. We kind of gradually transform organizations, including corporates, government, or the local communities. And then, so how, how did you get involved with Kepler? Mm -hmm. So actually, uh, that was like six years ago. At the time, I was working with Google team to have kind of prototyping competition. So basically the message was, so you guys can use any of Android technology platform. So please make your dream device. So that was like a, a theme for the competition. So I was more like on the side of the organizer. And actually I welcome the founder, uh, Koshio Tsuboi, for the competition. And we collaborated together to create the prototype at the time called Magic Calendar. Magic calendar. Yeah, so that is like a calendar on the wall. Looks like perfectly like a paper calendar. But when you update your Google calendar, just, you know, they are th synced. So that, that was the idea. That was a prototype. And we got a, a Grand Prix at the time for the competition. And just after that, Koshio-san started the Kepler. And I joined recently, actually, to basically, you know, implement this technology to the society. Okay, fantastic. So, can you explain a little bit about the technology then? So, mm -hmm. it's, it's a display technology, is that that's correct? Yes, so, uh, we call it the information texturing technology. Uh, so, actually, we uh, combine multiple technology layers. So, one is sensing to, to sense the environment. And the second one is algorithms. So, we basically artificially create the reflected light 
like the usual real things does. So that's the second layer. The third layer is a material tech. So basically, almost reinvented the all the, all the uh, display technology okay. to, to convey the texture of the information. Okay, texture, but this is more visual texture. It's not actual tactile texture, is that correct? Yes, so the, the basic technology is focusing on the, the visual texture. Actually, we can fit the physical unevenness and the surface too. So by combining those two, you can also feel the physical textures too. But we are more focusing on the visual texture. Okay, fantastic. So have, have you productized this or is it still kind of in the prototype stage? We are uh, in the prototyping stage, but we are actually already uh, building uh, a kind of fast uh, product right now. So just before the uh, productized stage. Okay. And what, what sizes are these displays? Actually, it can be varied. So we can actually uh, use the any existing display as a, like a foundation. So we add some layers, we change some designs. Also, we put some sensors. Also, we put some our original TFTs. But basically, we, we can use any existing displays. So there are a lot of, you know, huge displays. There are bendable displays. So we can use that as a kind of foundation. Okay. And then... Um... So you're kind of in this advanced prototyping stage. What would be, let's say, your first product to market? Mm -hmm. or, or let me take a step back. Is this something like for B2B or you want to go B2C? And then what would be like, say, your first product in the market? Uh -huh. So we are doing both of them, B2C, B2B. But in terms of B2C side, now we are working with, so it's like a B2B to C model. Okay. We are working with one of uh, mobile carriers in Japan to release the like art device, especially focusing on generative art. So now there is a lot of generative AI, you know, just you are typing some words, you know, magically new visuals are created. But we feel like there is no kind of suitable interface for that. By just seeing those ads by, you know, mobiles or PCs, that's not a good experience. So we are going to create the, the, the special device for that. So you can feel the texture of the art. Also, you can feel the, the kind of the real feeling by the art. So that's the, probably the first uh, pro, uh, product to be released. Okay, fantastic. Would that be like for art students, like in schools, or more for like a home environment, or? It's, it's, it's more for like art lovers. So now we are collaborating with art galleries, museums, also top artists in the world. So this is more like a for art communities and art lovers. Okay, so you're building this this for art lovers. That's your first product. I mean, when or can do you see this going mainstream? Let's say to, to everyday mm -hmm. interior design sure, or students sure. or you yep. know my my home, so my kitchen. We, yeah. So our way of thinking is this is more like a showcase for us. So our probably main business not will be in that industry, but that can be the best way. To, to kind of express our uniqueness to, to the community. And in terms of the, you know, the, the mainstream business, we are kind of planning other types of businesses like reading and learning devices. Also the B2B use cases, including kind of display, kind of environmental display for the mobility. I think those are the kind of, you know, as a business, the mainstream, but art is more like a showcase. Us. Okay, I mean, that, that, that makes sense. I mean, art, you get the, the first mover, the, the, the vibrancy, yep. maybe a bit more forgiving mm -hmm. in terms of 
what what what's going in then mainstream you're uh -huh. gonna need to be a lot more um critical in, in in every single aspect of that indeed okay fantastic tell us a little bit how, how did your pitch go today the pitch yeah. so first i i love the kind of the the kind of vibes there a lot yeah. of positive vibes you know that kind of energy there so i love that also you know almost every presentation was fantastic so much Thanks to Lang, so much insights. So I love that. Uh, for for me, for my presentation, I've kind of focused on delivering a, a vision or the, what type of you know, world we want to create. So not so many technical details actually, but I don't know, you know, that that goes well or not. But I, you know, I feel kind of satisfied. Okay. By by doing that, yeah. True to yourself, true to the vision that that uh -huh. you want to bring the company and the technology forward. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you want to share with us today? Just one comment. So as I said, personally, I really want to build, you know, reading or the learning device because I feel like actually there, there are a lot of researchers to, to say that the paper is much, much better a tool to, for, for memory and learning compared to displays. Yes. But kind of, we tend to spend so much time on screen which is not efficient in terms of memory and learning. So I think that's critical issue for, I feel like, like human beings. So I'd like to build like a best interface for study learning, even for work. Yeah. So with much higher learning efficiency, but even if you, if you spend like t 10 hours a day on it, no damage on your eyes. So that's something I personally really want to accomplish. Okay, that's a fantastic vision for the company. And I mean, useful for all of us who are addicted to our screens, which is everybody. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks thanks so much for your time today. Thank you very much. Hello, we are here at Hello Tomorrow. I am here with KS from Zero Error Systems, a company looking at radiation hardened semiconductor solutions for our new space economy. Welcome to One North Stories. Yes, uh, okay, it's probably uh, introduce myself again. Uh, this is KS uh, from Zero Error Systems, basically, uh, we are spin off from NTU, Nanyang Technological University. We have been in operation for four years already, and we just closed our Series A funding. Basically, what we do, basically, we want to do, we want to increase the lifespan for satellite systems. And definitely, it's one of the critical issues for satellites is radiation effects. So, a lot of electronic components, they cannot survive long. So, what we want to do is that we want to protect them so that they can survive long enough. We want to save them. Okay, so radiation hardened. This is you're you're making the hardware, the ICs. That's yes, correct. Yes, and we have a few solutions to be to provide. And definitely, at this moment, we're focusing on making the radiation hardened ICs. And this IC is to protect the cost component with the standard ICs. So because our this solution has been hardened, so it won't be affected affected by the radiation effect. In that sense, basically, if these ICs can detect any anomaly from the cost IC, which is a standard IC, we can do a quick protection. In that sense, we can increase the lifespan and basically increase the reliability for the cost components, the standard ICs. Okay, so is this then, it's a peripheral to, to the cost IC, the commercial off-the-shelf yes. IC. Yes. So it's not a replacement per se. Yeah, replace, at this moment, the first step will be the peripheral ICs, the protections. But if the customer want to replace the ICs, we can offer. This is come to another business model that we offer. This is IP uh, licensing model. So we can offer our technologies for the customers who want to replace the ICs. Then it becomes the totally radiation hard. A full radiation hardened satellite yeah. asset. 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Satellites. We have Earth observation satellites. We have communication satellites. Mm. Do you have a first target market or are you kind of agnostic to the satellite because of your, your IC is kind of quite general? Yeah, our ICs are quite general. So it's applicable to different kinds of satellites, whether it's Earth observations satellites or communication satellites, it doesn't matter. So the important thing is that brain of the satellite with the electronic parts must survive. Otherwise, it cannot talk to Earth, cannot transmit information, cannot do any processing. It's supposed to be. Okay, so, so you mentioned your Series A is closed, four years in operation. Yes. You have a team of 16 people. So are, are you guys shipping product yet? Yeah, we, we, we already selling products already. So our products are in the markets. Yep. Okay, so mm. are, are you able to share a little bit about any customers or is it all NDA protected? We, we have customers, I wouldn't discuss the name. We have customers from Taiwan, uh, Europe, Australia. Yeah, this is what we can mention. Okay. So you said you just closed your series. So, so really, what's, what's next for you guys as, as you expand? Oh, basically, that the next few years will be very critical to us. Basically, we want to prove that actually we, have, we need to basically engage more customers as the demonstrators to demonstrate our technologies. And also, we have definitely, we want to increase our revenues to address the investors' you know, concerns. So basically, the next year's, probably the next two years' strategy will be one is for the te technology perspective that we want to further improve our te technical expertise. And the other one is that we want to increase our revenues. We want to get revenues to increase our revenue streams so that actually we can sustain. Yeah. Just coming a little bit back to the IC, are you doing CPUs or memories or is it both? There are two parts at this moment. One is related to analog parts, which more toward the power management. So okay. it's not the CPUs and the memories. So that is basically the management power management circuits to protect power. So we also have the digital radiation hardened circuits. Basically, that will, that will be applicable to CPU. And memory is our roadmap, but not now at this moment. Okay. So are you able to share with us your fabrication partners for your ICs? Yeah, we are working, uh, we are using GF, the Global Foundries uh, process. Yeah, basically, uh, we have started uh, this process since we was in NTU, in university. So we will continue to use this process. At least we are very familiar with the process and the, the process development kits. So this is, but definitely our technology is independence, is process independence. It can be scalable to any process that we want to choose. So it's based on the choice of customers, also based on probably the roommates. Yeah. Okay. What technology node in terms of IC technology are you guys currently fabricating on? Yeah. For analog circuit, we're using 0.35 micrometer process. For digital circuit, we're using a 55 nanometer process. Okay. Mm. And that, that will scale also? Like yeah. You can, people can adapt your technology to a 28 or even a 14 or? Yeah, no problems. Yeah, no problem at all. Okay, great, thanks. So what's the big dream, right? We talked about the immediate future for the company, scaling up, getting to the memory as well. What's beyond that? Any, any big super dream that you can share about? Uh, okay, so, uh, we started from space. So actually we want to prove doing something for space, for satellites, this is one thing. And if space is not our final destination, actually we still want to come back to Earth. So actually we will apply our same technologies to other applications including like automotive, IoT, cybersecurities, uh, biomedicals, as long as the requirements for this application need high reliability. This is what we emphasize, high reliability. So space, as, as you mentioned, is your first market. Many markets beyond that. Yes. Any, let's say, second market that you really want to focus on? 
it's or, probably uh in lights or room based basically we will choose two. One is the automotive, the other is IoT. Automotive. Yeah, and this, IoT. this is basically our is within our roommate at this moment. Okay, great. Anything else you want to share with us today? I think that's all. <laughs> we talk a lot. <laughs> okay, yeah. great. Well, thank, thanks so much for your time, KS, and, yeah. and all the best getting to space or being in space. Success with your space customers and then beyond space, back to Earth. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. We are here at Hello Tomorrow Asia Pacific Investor Day with Snap Robotics. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So maybe can you give a, a brief introduction to yourself, who you are, what you're doing? Yeah. Sure. So my name is Sai Krishna and I'm working as a senior researcher in bio-inspired robotics and design lab at SUTD. So our lab specializes in soft robotics as a field. I completed my master's in SUTD and then I decided to pin off the master's thesis that I worked on. And then that's how my journey started uh, into getting into the startup culture. Okay, so... Are you still a graduate student doing a PhD or kind of left uh, No, school? I left. I completed my master's and now I am a full-time researcher. Okay, fantastic. So your, your company, um, Snap Robotics, tell us a little bit about what you guys are doing. Sure. So Snap Robotics, as a company, we have developed a multimodal soft gripper. To give you a perspective, it's like an automation solution that can do the tasks that humans are meant to do. And we are focusing on the tasks which are repetitive and don't need any skill, any thinking. For example, food assembly, and that's where we come into the picture and we aspire to automate these solutions so that humans can actually focus on the more intellectual tasks and the repetitive and unskilled tasks can be left to the robots. That's our role. Okay, so what's idea. the catch? I mean, you, you need the vision and then you also need the actual gripper and the dexterity. Yeah, you guys yeah. doing both? Uh, so right now we are specializing in the hardware part. Okay. The reason we didn't yet develop a software plugin is because it depends on what target market we are uh, like catering to. And uh, once we find someone who wants a solution from us, then we can develop the software plugin, which is very straightforward to do. The main part is the hardware, which we have already done. Okay, so do you have any, let's say, initial target applications or industries or tasks that you're working towards? Sure. So we are right now focusing on food packaging as one of the target industries because there is no automation solution that is completely entered into this market. It's basically a untapped industry, I would say. And our soft gripper has proven to be very successful in handling the various food items, even delicate items without crushing them. And that's where we see the potential for our solution. However, we have also entered into the manufacturing packaging uh, like uh, aspects. We have done a demo for mobile packaging, for Philips trimmer packaging and all. So we see that is another market that we can expand into in the coming future. Okay, fantastic. So that's kind of the immediate future. Where are you guys as a company right now? So you mentioned, I mean, you're kind of still at, you know, at the university lab, companies formed. So what's, what do you guys need as a company? Where are you and what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. so yeah, right now we are still working from SUTD. And uh, the, the only thing that is that we are waiting for is a promising customer, prospective customer who can like, who is like ready to pay us for our product and then we can incorporate. Okay, so so first customer is your immediate goal? Yes. So the, another thing that I would like to mention is we have already obtained some POC grants. So like the proof of concept grants, which will help us to develop our product into an end user uh, product because right now it is, a, it is at a prototype stage and we need some, you know, like regulations and certifications for us to actually use it in the real life scenario. So those are the two things that we are at. Okay, um, I want to ask, what do you need beyond that? Oh, we are right now looking for more problem statements so that we can solve them. 
network collaborators who can help us like like you mentioned whether we are software or hardware right so instead of developing the software ourselves we would rather team up with a software company to develop the entire product so that is where we are looking at okay great anything else you want to say before we wrap up no just looking forward to the event thank you okay thank you very much are you keen to learn more about singapore's deep tech ecosystem one north stories has more than 20 episodes live publishing every 2 weeks It's impossible to choose a favorite, but try going back to episode 2, Centera. They've been doing amazing things since we recorded the episode, including launching Costerra, a textile technology to remove CO2 from the air. And with that, thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, please help to grow the show by sharing with a friend or colleague. Please also hit like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to look out for future episodes. as we explore the intersection of science, technology and business in Singapore together.